So what exactly will make a successful San Antonio Spurs season? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. One more day, one more day, and the regular season will be here. Spurs fans, hang on tight. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Lockdown Spurs YouTube page, and of course, the Ken's 5 Plus app. There's no excuse for you to not check out Lockdown Spurs. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LockdownNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. So, what are we talking about today? We're going to be looking at the season that's just right around the corner, but ask kind of an overall arcing question. What would make a successful Spurs season? Is it simply just Wimby shining? Is this team just getting two or three more wins than they did last year? What is going to be equivalent to a successful season? We're going to talk to our guest, Mike Jimenez, in just a few minutes about that, as well as react to Zach Collins' inking a new deal. Good deal, bad deal. What does it say about the future of the Spurs with Zach on board for a few more years. Hey, but before we do all that, I want to talk about the regular season right around the corner. Are you ready? Are you excited? Brace yourself. If you thought the offseason, draft day, lottery, preseason games was any indication about how Wimby Mania will be, well, you ain't ready yet. So far in the preseason, we've seen him really come on fast, really take to the NBA game super fast. I had a chance to talk to an NBA scout uh, recently, I asked their, their impressions about Wimby. And the first thing they said was, he's grasping the NBA game faster than they thought. So that's a good sign. So if this kid starts cooking early and maybe doesn't need a full season of development, maybe needs just two, three months, maybe max, and then it's showtime, if watch all media descend on San Antonio and Wimby. The good news is that the Spurs players are aware of it. They understand that he's the top dog, that he's going to get a lot of attention, and they're going to try their best to help ease him into that. Pop has said this before. Other players said they're not worried about him falling into the hype. They're just worried about it getting to him, and they're going to help guide him. So that was where you come in. You know, realize, too, that as if he does take off, as we've seen in the, play, in the preseason, and if he does pan out to be that generational player, which all signs are indicating that that will happen, He's going to run into some brick walls at times. He's probably going to hit that rookie wall. You know, he's never played an 82-game NBA season, you know, where it's just next and next and next. And and remember, in the French League, there were gaps. The Mets, 92, didn't play for two, three days at a time. So this is almost every other day in back-to-back sets as well. So he's going to hit that wall. So when that happens, don't lose your cool. Don't start jumping off the bridge. Oh, he's not generational. Give it time. Eventually, he'll adapt to that aspect of the court. We know skill-wise, he's good. Shakes the ball, dribbles, dongs, all that good stuff. We know all that. But it's how he's going to mentally adapt to the game, the physical side of it. Not necessarily on the court battling each other, but just the wear and tear of an NBA season. So hopefully when he does hit that wall, you guys will have some patience and understand that, hey, this kid still needs to learn a little bit more about the NBA style. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our guest. He is Mike Jimenez. Where's Mike? There he is, back here on Locked On Spurs. And just full disclosure, everybody, myself and Mike, we're kind of pressed for time. 
So it feels a little bit of a kind of a speed run here. That's basically what it is. Uh, Jimenez, make sure to follow him on Twitter at MJ Acquired Taste. Jimenez, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs, buddy. Glad to be back, man. 24 hours or so away from the start of the Spurs season. It's finally here after winning the NBA draft lottery back in yeah. May, after I finally getting him in the draft, after mm-hmm. the summer league, the preseason games. It is finally here at the Frost Bank Center tomorrow. Excited, man. Super excited. I, I am thrilled that it's over and that the real games begin. Then fans uh, with Spurs and against Spurs can really see where Wimby stands. You know, the preseason, it's, oh, well, it was Lou Dort defending him in the paint. Oh, it was Miami Heat. They trotted out a G League team. Oh, it was X, Y, and Z. You know, now we'll get to see how mm-hmm. this Spurs team, and especially Wimby, adapts to the NBA game. But let's go ahead and dive into it since we're kind of pressed for time right now. Uh, Jimenez is going to start us off. So we're going to get the scripture according to Jimenez. So we open up to chapter five. Mm-hmm. What will make a successful Spurs season in Mike Jimenez's eyes? What would it take, Jimenez? Dearly beloved, we're gathered here to celebrate this Spurs <laughs> season. Um, here's the thing. Have you noticed that on Spurs Twitter, the optimism is getting bigger yeah. and bigger it's, it's, and it's, bigger? It's, it's crazy. About a month ago or so, it was, well, you know, this is a throwaway season. Yeah. The Spurs are going to try to see what they've got with their guys. Yeah. My thing about it is, is that what happens if you like the guys that we got? Yeah. And that's the thing. We saw them in, in preseason. And yes, they are preseason games. But that one against the Warriors was interesting yeah. as well because that was Steph out there. That was Clay mm-hmm. out there. And uh, they weren't maybe given 100%, but they weren't also you know rolling over right. either. It was interesting to see that out there. So to ask the question, what will make a successful Spurs season, that goalpost, that goal line keeps moving further and further and further down the way. So I would say, personally, I have certain things that I want to check mark off, right? Check this box. Right. Number one, Wemby winning Rookie of the Year. Okay? He gets Rookie of the Year. It's a successful season because that means he would have mm-hmm. played 65 games. Right. That means that he would have demonstrated that he is a very, very talented young player Mm -hmm. and that he is figuring it out. As far as a win perspective, how many wins? It's 41. It's a winning season. It is have a winning season. And right now, you have a lot of Spurs fans, parts of Spurs Twitter, who are all like, hey, man, don't get too excited. You know, this might be a team that gets only 26 to 30 wins. No, 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 no. no. The Spurs tanked last year. That was a 32-win team last year. We saw what last they did year. against the Nuggets last year. You add Wemby to the mix. Mm-hmm. People are healthy. If Sohan can figure out what's going on with the point guard situation, if you have Keldon knocking down shots and, and playing better defense as he right. has promised, Zach Collins getting his deal. Wemby, by the way, this past weekend, when you see Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett go off and just yeah. sing Wemby's praises. Absolutely. Paul Pierce saying that Wemby right now is a top five player in the NBA when it comes to offensive skill set. And you see Kevin uh, Garnett going off. And Garnett, you know, this is somebody who has always yeah. ragged on the Spurs. He tried to get under his skin. Mm-hmm. He goes, dude, I saw the alien. I, I now <laughs> believe. I see it. I believe. And he goes, this guy is a 7'5 Kevin Durant. 
right. along with other players that are that are generational as well. Uh, this is so much fun to watch. Forty-one wins for me is the is the 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 bottom line of me being happy. But I think the Spurs are going to get forty-six. I think the I think why you want to hit forty-one also because it affect your bank account because you have a money riding on this team getting five hundred. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's a big reason why you want that to happen. No, let me react to what you have to say. Uh, you know, I think Wemby getting the Roy, I think that's obvious. That's a successful season. I think he will, although I think the race is going to be a lot closer than what many people think. With Scoot giving the reins in Portland, no more Dame. It's all his team. He's going to really get the minutes out there. You know, who knows if that load management, if the Spurs do that, uh, will impact that race. And, of course, Chet, we all know that he's going to be a thorn on Wemby's side in that race. So, But I think at the end of the day, Wemby gets it. As far as win totals increasing, yes, I totally disagree with Vegas. I, they, I mean, unless they know something that we don't. You know, the only thing I can think of that why they may have the Spurs, what is that, the latest, uh, 28 and a half? 29 and a half. 29 and a half? 28 and a half to 29 and a half. Okay. The only thing I can think of why it's still low is because maybe where's the offense going to come from the bench? Maybe that. Mm-hmm. Because with, with uh, Trey Jones coming out of the bench, official, at least to start the season, uh, so who are you going to be looking for through the offensive power off that bench? Is it Trey? He can score, but not at the rate of the starters. Malachi, maybe. Doug, he is what he is by this point. Devontae Graham. So maybe that could be impacting it. But outside of that, I really don't understand why 29 and a half. But the good news is, he meant it started at 27 and a half, 28 and a half, 29 and a half. So Vegas is seeing something there. They're, they're noticing that this team may be better than their projections right now 50 to to 1 odds on winning the division 20 to 1 odds to get Mm -hmm. second place 8 to 1 odds to be third place yeah so they're slowly climbing climbing the vegas uh charts there good thing you and i put some money on way before (laughs) the change happened but all in all i think the win total i'm not gonna be surprised to hit 40 i'm with you i think if they hit 40 41 that's nobody should be surprised at all Nobody should be like, what? This team had 40? No. You're forgetting, yeah, maybe it's Wimby's rookie year, but a lot of these guys are into their third, second, fourth, fifth years already. They're no longer kids anymore. They're not, oh, we're just a baby Spurs and please forgive us. No, no, no. You guys are veterans now of the NBA game. So you mix all that together, add Wimby in. Yeah, I think that will be a successful season. So we got win totals spiking up dramatically. Wimby getting the Roy, although it'll be a close fight. And yeah, chalk, that's my bucket list right there. Yep, check that off. Check that off. That is a Spurs winning season so far. But what are my thoughts? What do I think will make a successful Spurs season? Uh, That's what we're going to do coming up next right here on Locked On Spurs with Mike Jimenez. But first, you want to go check out FanDuel. Snap it to the NFL action this season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get themselves a $200 bonus bet. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's it. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the time. There's no better time to get in the action right now. MLB playoffs are here. NFL season's here. NBA season's right around the corner. Your Spurs are going to be in action. What more do you need to go check out FanDuel and get the app right now? Speaking of the app, it's so easy to use. Wide range of betting options from spreads, player props, over and unders, and so much more. Go get it right now. I have it. You should have it too. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on. 
uh, to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Goes from contenders to tankers, we go in-depth into the biggest storylines heading into the new season. Catch all six episodes right now on Locked On NBA on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Locked On Spurs, let's just say I was part of the tankers crew. Yeah, I don't. maybe I didn't think this team, the Spurs, should be on the tankers crew. Go check it out right now. It is available on Locked On NBA YouTube. All right, let's go ahead and bring him back. Where is he? There he is. He's Mikey Menes. Follow him on the X at MJ Acquired Taste. Uh, I, I, Mike, I, I apparently I hear something about you as well. No, they say Wimby is generational. I hear that you're generational. I heard you, your birthday is actually on the 34th. But that's just that's just amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just true. amazing. That's February 30th, yeah. you know, is, is what it is. Well, I know no, I heard it's on the February 34th. Like they, well, they had to make an extra special day for you. Yeah, say they had a bypass 32 and 33. Give me some yeah. buffer space. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're talking all things Spurs right here on Lockdown Spurs. So Jimenez gave you his keys or his thoughts on what will make a successful Spurs season. I'm going to get mine. Let's see what Jimenez has to say. So you pretty much took the big ones. Win total spikes and Wimby was Roy. I mean, yeah, those are solid ones. Yay. For me, as well as this, it's I want to see certain players take big leaps. I want to see Vassell take that strong leap forward. He says he wants to. Physically, he's gotten bigger. He wanted to add size to his frame. We saw it pay off in the preseason play. He was able to absorb contact plenty of times. Sohan, he's also on my hot seat. I want to see him take another leap. You know, He's given the ball as the point guard, at least first opening night. We'll see if that changes. But I think the biggest one I want to watch is Kelton Johnson. If any spur that needs to show a, a leap in development is going to be him. I think if all three of those guys take a tremendous stride moving forward, then coupled with Wimby, coupled with those three, those experienced last year, and let's not forget, KJ was the man. He was the guy last year. He's been the figurehead for this team for the past two years, um, but now that's going to be Wimby. So can he just translate all that into being that that nice one-two punch with Wimby, being a nice one-two-three punch with Devin and him? How is he going to mix in now that he's no longer the face of the franchise is now Wimby's? So I want to see how they're going to develop. They develop nicely, meshing with Wimby, checkmark for me. That's a successful season. Also, I want to see maybe Pop get on them a little bit more. No more of this, you know, oh, we're just learning anymore. I want to see him say, I want some nasty out there. <laughs> I want to see this team uh, get a little uh, meaner on that court. I want to see this team you know, maybe argue a little bit more with refs, you know, Hey, you know, they deserve some, you know, some, a uh, little extra love too from the refs, you know, Keldon's a veteran, Devin's a veteran. Also, I'm interested to see I want to see if there's a sexual season for me. If they make the play in tournament, if they make the play in tournament success to go from a 22 win season last year to launching into the play in tournament, thumbs up for me. And I think the play in tournament will be their path to a playoff spot, seven or eight. I don't think they're going to get a one through six unless something disastrous happens to one of the top six teams. You know, um, Clay Thompson gets hurt again, or Luka and Kyrie don't mesh well anymore. Uh, they, they blow that team up. But barring that, I think that they can make the play-in tournament and use that to get a seventh or eighth seed. Your thoughts? I like where you're going with a lot of this uh, about the leaps. Mm -hmm. uh, Keldon Johnson's probably on the biggest hot seat simply because mm – -hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. we need, we can't have him regress anymore because <laughs> the fact of the matter is last two seasons, he regressed. 
Uh, but then again, you know, all eyes were on him. Someone had to take the shots, so mm. he had the best defender on him at all times. That might not be the case this time. He might have a secondary uh, type of defender on him when it comes to talent. Right, right, right. So he might be better off because of that. Uh, if he gets better defensively, even better. But he has a very tradable contract. It's actually a salary that gets lower and lower every year that goes by. So that's going to be attractive to any other trade partner out there. Uh, but the Spurs have done a good job of locking down their players at good price points. Keldon being one of them, Devin Vassell being another. And we're going to be talking later on about Zach Collins inking mm-hmm. his deal. Um, I want to see this year. You mentioned Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell is my son. Okay, I I have two sons on this team. <laughs> How many sons never... do you have? Yeah, you have biological oh, sons, stepsons, yeah. and now you have Spurs adopted sons. Yes, there's two Spurs I've never said anything bad about, and that is Devin Vassell and Malachi Branham from the get-go. I have never said one negative thing ever. Okay, so uh, remember that year when DeJounte Murray was a fringe all-star? Where he was like all-star-ish, but he wasn't going to get into the all-star team because they, the Spurs right. didn't have the record necessarily. That's what I want to see from Devin Vassell this year. I want to okay. see Devin Vassell not necessarily get into an all-star game because I don't think that that's in the cards this year, but I want him to be part of that conversation. The conversation of, well, you know, there's like two spots left and eight players that are competing for it. I want him to be part of that group. But my question for you, who's the most likely all-star this year if there was going to be one on this squad, is it Devin Vassell or is it Victor Wembanyama? As it be Wemby, it'll be Wemby. <laughs> because the blockbuster factor, just the blockbuster yes. factor. Yeah. Oh, it, the it is TV just the, factor. Yeah, they're they're not going to take. I mean, look, I'm not know, trying to uh, take away from his his skill set because the preseason show that he definitely could be worthy of an All Star spot. But you fact, if if the NBA has to make that coach's decision to fill in a yeah. vacant spot, you know it'll likely go to Wemby. Brandon Ingram, Wemby, you know yeah, yeah, they're exactly. gonna go. They're gonna go Wemby when it comes to it. Yeah, uh, I want to see Wemby in the dunk contest, man. I want some, something like that. That'll be but fun. I, but I like the fact that you mentioned taking the leaps because this is Devin Vassell's yeah. leap year. This is the one that we've been waiting so long for. And I think that a lot of NBA fans are going to take notice of this guy and go, wait a minute, this guy's pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm is- glad you brought that up because I spoke with NBA scout as well recently. And my question was about more Wimby. And this other scout told me, yeah, that's good. Now you guys got somebody to cheer about now. Because, but they were more focused on Vassell. They said that's a guy that we're watching. Devin Vassell is somebody who his stat line just gets better every year. It's the mm-hmm. opposite of what Keldon Johnson's been doing, where Keldon Johnson's getting a little bit worse per year. Maybe his points go up, but the shooting percentage and the effective rate go down. Uh, Devin Vassell, rookie season, five and a half points per game, then 12.3, then last season, 18.5, mm-hmm. though he was injured or held out for a, a significant chunk of it. But now, if you go from 5 to 12 to 18 and a half, shouldn't you think that 21 should be in the cards this year? Sure, yeah, yeah. And and if you're averaging 21, 22 points per game, you are in the all-star consideration. No, absolutely. And what what could hold Devin back is simply Wimby's shadow. It's just too big, you know. Right, they're not going to be two. Not going to be two all-stars, what you're saying. There won't be two Spurs all-star. If there's there's going to be, it'll be one. And... I just think also Wimby's just a household name by now. It's, it yeah. is what it is. You know, look, they put his games, Mets 92 on NBA TV. 
they had they had app, they had apps the apps on the app side like they had a Wimby section. So you're not gonna tell me if the West has a vacant spot and Wimby's playing pretty good that they're not gonna give it to him. Uh, yeah. Look, I think look the point is is that last year they were at the Brock bottom. There was nowhere to go up. You know, heading into tomorrow's opening night. So. If they win tomorrow, it'll be phenomenal. If they lose tomorrow but are competitive, that's a sign that things are going the right way. My problem is that they get blown out tomorrow. They get blown out of the woodwork. Then, Yeesh. you know, there's a reason maybe why Pop is upping the training, the training camp practices this uh, off season. I mean, did you see that before yesterday or tomorrow? I did. I mean, and here's here's the thing though: if you look back, are galore. But you know, you see Wemby out there in the middle of the night. You know, maybe not the middle of the night, but it was late out there. It was late, was, yeah. He was doing his thing. He was pushing eight o'clock uh, central. Uh, you know, remember last year the Spurs started off hot, and it's one of those things because the NBA, when it comes to their training camp, it's not like the NFL where they're together for yeah. six to eight weeks and they have OTAs and they have all of this stuff. They throw them together and they're like, "Hey, man, uh, season yeah. starts in two and a half, three weeks. Let's go ahead and get going." And because of that, a lot of the younger teams uh, that have fresher legs, that are younger, uh, that don't necessarily need as much time to be limber, they tend to do better. Uh, So so the Spurs going out there and doing well against a uh, a Mavericks team shouldn't be out of the realm. And last I saw when it came to the the spread, Mm -hmm. I believe the Mavericks are favored by three and a half points. That's doable. That's doable. That's definitely doable. Uh, he is Mike Jimenez. We're talking all things silver and black right here on Lockdown Spurs. Coming up next, we're going to react to Zach Collins getting a new deal. He'll be with the uh, Spurs for a little bit longer. And uh, get Mike's thoughts on that, his opinions. I'll talk tell you about what Zach had to say about signing that new deal right here on Lockdown Spurs. But first, I want to talk to you about GameTime.co. Go there right now. Look, you don't have to worry about uh, tickets to your favorite sporting event, music event, concert, whatever you want to go to. If you need a ticket, you want to go to GameTime right now. GameTime is is the fast and easiest way to get those tickets quick, easy, and, yeah, they got a lot of uh, protection behind that should something hang out. It should happen happen to you. We'll talk about that in a few seconds. They got killer last-minute deals. All-in prices, views from your seat, the best price guaranteed. They take the guesswork out of buying tickets. You get those views from the seat from the venue, the lowest price guaranteed, as mentioned, event cancellation, job loss protection. See, I told you, they'll protect you should something happen. So those all-in prices, they show you the total up front. So you know you're getting a great deal without those hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. GameTime has deals on last-minute tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find those last-minute deals and seats. They even got zone deals. So you pick the section, and then GameTime picks the seats. That's for an average of 18% savings. And GameTime guarantee means you always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, GameTime will credit you up to 110% of the difference. So download the GameTime app right now, create an account, Use code LOCKEDONNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I also want to talk to you about Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee, 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive. Go there right now, San Antonio. 
It is a proud local sponsor of Lockdown Spurs, the first, might I add, as well as they are proud just helping out the San Antonio community with nice, freshing, delicious drinks. They got the Muslinger, which is their signature drink. They got the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt Series. That'll get your day going. Add strawberry. I promise you. Tell them to add strawberry and you'll go back for another one and another one every single week. They also have the Sub-Zero. That's a drink in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris. They got the Alien. Take a wild guess what that's about. That's about Victor Wimbayama. It's a full can of Red Bull, Kiwi, uh, Green Apple, all mixed together. Very delicious from what I hear. From mini donuts to the OG OJ, which is the Orange Julius replicated only at Mustangers Drive Through Coffee. You got to go there right now. Open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can find them on Threads, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, they're everywhere. And they're really good about interacting with their fans and uh, anybody who follows them on social media. Look, over 300 five star reviews cannot be wrong. You want to go there right now. Dairy alternatives, friendly staff, great menu. I'm just touching the iceberg. Go check out that menu right now. Again, 2404 Oaks Drive. That's in the 281-1604 area if you're in San Antonio. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go there right now. Mudslingers drive through coffee. Life is too short for bland coffee. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. All right, let's go ahead and bring in back our guest. He is Mike Jimenez. Where is he? There he is. Mike, I, I also heard a rumor about you that apparently you were the, actually the inventor of electricity. Is this true? You know, I mean, a lot of tall tales about me. You know, like like bowling three strikes and a spare to start off. You, you don't believe anything I don't believe about that. me. I like, 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 I hacked the system to put the X, the X, <laughs> the slash, and the X in there, dude. You know what? I, I'm athletic. I don't know what to say. It just is what it is. He's athletic, he says. But you want to <laughs> let Jimenez know what you think about that? Follow him on X at MJ Acquired Taste. Make sure to do that right now. Hey, quickly, uh, Zach Collins. He is back. At least, well, not back, but he's staying a little longer in San Antonio. Two-year deal. Uh, $35 million extension. That's a deal that's been reached between the Spurs and Zach Collins just a few days ago. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about that, so we're just going to dive into that now. Uh, Jimenez, your thoughts when you saw the news? Love it. I love it. Uh, Zach yeah. Collins has grown on me uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to this team. Uh, you know, keep in mind, he was a lottery pick, what, five yeah. or six years number, ago? Number 10 overall. Yeah, so it's not like he's a scrub. This is a guy that can spread the floor, shoot 34 to 36% mm-hmm. from three. Uh, he plays defense, and what I like a- about him the most is that he does not back down. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to be on the floor to protect Victor Wembanyama, protect our future. If Draymond Green goes and gets all dirty with him, someone needs to go and step and, up. And to it's Draymond. likely going to happen. Somebody's going to really test him. It, it, it's going to happen. And having Zach Collins go- going out there because he might look all preppy. You know, he might he might look like. He might look like Zach, Zach from Morris. Saved by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, like, Zach Morris from look, Saved by the Bell, yeah. Yeah, he may look like him. He, he may have the Christian Leitner look at him uh, as well, but uh, he will throw down. He will yes, throw he down. Will. And keep in mind, look at what the Spurs are building mm-hmm. because of, of Wembenyama, okay? Without Wemby, this does not work at mm-hmm. all. But with him in there, you, you have a seven-footer with a seven-four guy. Yep. You've got a, you've got two six five guys and a six eight guy. 
it is a interesting starting lineup because it's the Big complete lineup. opposite of what yeah. Golden State does with small ball. Like small ball, look at this. Yeah. Look at all that? this length. But uh, seeing what the Spurs are doing there at the price point of $17.5 million, if that's going to be your starting center and that is the price point you're getting it at, and you're getting pretty decent production from him. And I say production from him. Let's say uh, 10 points, 10 yeah. rebounds, and three blocks, two blocks. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And a lot of what he does doesn't show up on the box score anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you take a look at what other people are paying for their centers. You know, Carl Anthony Towns getting $31 million and Embiid oh, and yeah. Horford. Horford making $27 million and Vucevic $24 um, I'm not saying that he's as good as they are. But what I'm saying is, is that, for what you're getting for the value of the dollar that you're spending, the Spurs are making out like bandits when it comes to it. So now that you take a look at it, I'm looking at next year's uh, squad. Mm-hmm. Usually the Spurs at this point have like, oh, we only got like four guys on the roster for the next season. I'm counting nine, right? Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, count- I'm counting nine. So the Spurs are actually saying, this is our squad. This is our team. This is where we're going, the direction that we're going in. And, uh, you know, the Spurs have – like I think 12 on the roster next year, but three of them are expiring deals were not expiring yeah. non-guaranteed deals that they could get out of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting. The Spurs are laying a foundation and maybe, maybe just maybe this isn't a throwaway season after all. Look, I get a chance to uh, chat with Zach Collins. Now, although he and I, we did talk about his deal. We talked about more like Trey Jones, by the way, you can see that article on Ken's com slash Spurs. But what he told to the media that night, uh, was that he didn't want to go anywhere else but San Antonio, that he sees what this team is building. So you hit it on the head. There's a lot of really good moving parts here, and they're going in the right direction. He wants to be a part of that. You know, not bad for a guy who almost had his career just derailed completely. This is a guy that put in the work, went to the G League, you know, got his rehab in, and just took – you know, what does Pop say? Don't skip steps. He didn't skip steps to get to this point. He definitely earned it. In the preseason, he managed 14.2 points per game. Last season, 63 games, uh, 11.6 points per game and 6.4 rebounds. Can't tell me that's going to increase with Wemby by his side. So he'll be cleaning up a lot of the mess, getting getting wide open looks. He's a guy who can knock down the mid-range shot and the occasional three shot. So, you know, and he even said too that yeah, there was a little consideration of him maybe going back to Portland, but uh, coming off those injuries, and he felt better, like enough to come back. But he stayed in San Antonio. He chose San Antonio. He came to San Antonio, as you mentioned. The Spurs got themselves a ten, a top ten pick. That's what he was. He was number ten overall in his draft class. So well, look at this. Also, the Spurs starting lineup has four lottery players: Victor Wembanyama, yeah. drafted number one overall. Jeremy mm-hmm. Sohan drafted number nine overall. Yeah. Zach Collins, number 10. Devin Vassell, number 11. The Spurs yeah. have a lottery starting lineup. And then the other one that's yeah. not is Keldon Johnson, who fell all the way to, what, 29? Yeah. He's somebody that was supposed to be drafted in the mid-teens, fell all the way to 29, and the Spurs were able to capture him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, You're not going to throw in there uh, Lucas Amonich? <laughs> <laughs> You know, when, when when a guy's projected to go midway in the second round, you got to take him at 19, dude. You just got to do it. Can you only imagine if, if things didn't go wrong with Josh Primo, like what he could yeah. be right now? Like what he could be with San Antonio? Well, Maybe. I know he's with the, Clip, with the Clippers now, right. but, uh, but I look at it this way. He might have actually have contributed to some wins. Yeah. So him getting yeah. in trouble might have been one of the things that was needed to get 
Those lottery odds pumped up. I mean, yep. I mean, think about DeJounte wanting out. Uh, you know, Derek White wanting to go to a winner. Mm-hmm. A lot of dominoes had to fall. Brian Wright, the the, the hologram himself, um, is looking like a genius right now. Oh, he is. Like every, it, it, it's it's almost like this is a game of blackjack, and he's getting twenty one over and over and over. Absolutely. And when he doesn't get twenty one, the dealer's busting. That <laughs> is that is Brian Wright's life right now. And right now. Probably the what second to Oklahoma when it comes to draft capital <laughs> this upcoming season. Spurs more than likely getting two first rounders, possibility oh, yeah. of three next year. If the things don't work yeah. out this year, Spurs have the possibility of getting five. The Spurs are the Spurs are still cooking in the draft. Don't forget about that. They got all that cachet of draft picks. Twenty they, second rounders, twenty plus second rounders in the next five years. Not to like mention that. a few unprotected first round picks in their um, their coffers there. And so swaps. Spurs are sitting pretty. And, Bri- uh, Brian Wright's gonna yeah. Brian Wright's gonna be in the Hall of Fame you know, when it's all and, said and done. And kudos to the Spurs, uh, you know, for taking a chance on Collins. Excuse me. Yeah. To give him that opportunity to come back uh, into the NBA after maybe perhaps, I, I don't know, but maybe team said, nah, probably not with his injury history. You know what? The way that Wemby works out, the way that Wemby stretches, and the way that Wem- maybe that rubs off on Zach Collins. Maybe Zach Collins approaches Dang. the game a little bit differently because he has another seven-footer by him. That's right, yeah. I mean, so congratulations to Zach Collins and the Spurs. Uh, he'll be around for at least an t- additional two more years. And uh, as of right now, knock on wood, Zach Collins says he's healthy, that he doesn't feel any type of lingering effects from the injuries, and we're raring to go. So he'll bring that nastiness, that second long defender, and don't forget, he can score the ball as well. Spurs got themselves a jam with Zach Collins. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about what would make a successful Spurs season. You heard what Jimenez had to say. You heard what I have to say. You can let Jimenez know your thoughts. MJ acquired taste on uh, Twitter. Jimenez, what are you up to lately? Dude, uh, we're doing the Alamo City Sportscast. Oh, that's right. That's it's, right. Uh, it's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday live, 1030 uh, to 11.45 on YouTube. Subscribe to us, please. Uh, we're available on all the podcast platforms, the big ones, the Spotify, yeah. the Apple Music, the iHeart. You can go check that out as well because we, we don't date it, okay? So if you don't catch us at 10.30, 11.30, you don't catch us at that time, dude, yeah, you're catch fine. us on the way home, dude. Yeah. Put us on after Lockdown Spurs. Listen to Lockdown Spurs, get stuck in traffic, then put on <laughs> Alamo City Sportscast and you'll – hear uh, our interesting takes about sports and pop culture and nostalgic things but uh it's been fun regular season starts tomorrow jimenez i know you're anxious i know you're looking at maybe getting a ticket for opening night good news is the tickets have been declining a bit in price yeah i saw some just a few minutes yeah. ago for 67 dollars yeah. upper level around but road still, nine still. uh but yeah. uh that included the 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 fees Oh, so perfect. It, it, so it's like 55, and then you add yeah, it yeah, yeah. 57. So uh, I'll be there, dude. I, I, I'm going to figure it out. I'll be there. Yeah, Jimenez will figure it out. And, and then uh, next thing you know, you hear, you'll hear that him screaming from the top of his lungs at the upper deck. In the, Why uh, isn't this crowd loud? In the Frost Bank Center. <laughs> about to say something about the Frost Bank Center crowd and get himself cooked. <laughs> Don't do it, Jimenez. Don't do it. Hey, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. We'll be back tomorrow. Can't believe I'm gonna say this. It's been a while for a Spurs Mavericks preview. We're gonna have it the first one of the season. 
Uh, we're going to have a uh, Mavericks uh, writer. He'll come on to talk about what you expect from Dallas as the Spurs and the Mavericks tangle. Also, he's going to give more insight on that kayaking paddles that the Dallas Mavericks are using to try to get the team ready uh, for Wimby. We'll hear all about that uh, tomorrow on Locked On Spurs. And don't forget to subscribe to YouTube, Kansas 5 Plus app, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. The list goes on and on. So for Mike Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.